Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15 this morning if you fancy. Love to hear from you. <laughs> Follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio. Like to hear from you. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Please yourself. OK, that's, uh, that's the pecking order established. Three comms. And now I'm going on holiday tomorrow, so I've got to establish the packing order. Oh, yeah. Are you really? No. 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 It doesn't holiday, does it? No. I did um, once date someone who used to pack in outfits, so she would put... Um, oh, I do that. Outfit in a carry bag, outfit in a carry bag, and then put them all in the um, suitcase. I do that. Oh, e- even do down to smalls. Good. Yeah, including... Well, I, we weren't that close. Mm. But I think the whole outfit um, and... Uh, Apparently it makes life easier. Yeah. But who mm. wants an easy life? Mm. Text in. Not your car, that's for Text sure. Text in and you could win £8 million pounds on Absolute <laughs> Radio. That, no, you couldn't. Can I just say that you couldn't? Yeah. And even if you could, um, I wouldn't be party to it. Because <laughs> it'd only ruin your life. Frank, I've got a personal matter I'd like to raise with you on air. OK. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel I've somewhat forced... Uh, they coerced you into going to the cinema with me. What happened was that I asked Frank if he'd like to go and see Spectre with me last week, and he how did he, how did he respond, guys? He sort of went, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so I asked him again. I said, well, we should definitely go and see it maybe next week. And Frank said, yeah, yeah, could do. So I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to contact his PA and nail him down. Yes. So I sent his PA an email, subject line, my date with Frank. Mm-hmm. I said, I would very much like to go to the cinema with Frank. Please tell me when he is available, available for Spectre. That's you nice. couldn't get out of it then. No, well, I, it's, that's what I need in my life. Because <laughs> I just can't be bothered to go anywhere or do anything anymore. Right. So, no, I, you're quite right. It, I like there's an element of um, social frog marching. <laughs> About it, but we are going to Spectre. Spectre Director! <laughs> yeah, we are going to uh, Spectre. I'd love to take a rector to Spectre. <laughs> Do you know any? <laughs> okay. If there's any rectors listening, please. Oh, you come with us. <laughs> We're going IMAX, aren't we? Yeah, we went IMAX. I said to her in the email, I said, the best seats. Get, get us the best oh, seats. Oh, yeah, get the best seats. It's yeah. lovely. Emily, I, I said I'll pay. He did. And, and she said, no, Emily's insisted she's paying. Yeah. Right. Is that yeah, what a PA does? <laughs> this sort of stuff? Yeah. Like, books what, your cinema you haven't got, <laughs> you haven't got a PA? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> How do you get here? I, 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 I'm really... I How tight are you? You don't have a PA. <laughs> wow. I hate that sort of Luddite approach to the modern world. <laughs> Have you got a typewriter? No. Okay. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yes, so we're going to Spectre tomorrow night. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to um, go to that. Good. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say Inspector, but uh-huh. it sounded crude. And <laughs> just, yeah, well, does, I, yeah, no, right. don't. Yeah, I felt, I felt uneasy. A man approached me, by the way, the other week. I was at a zoo. Uh, I was at a farm. And uh, you're always you know, somewhere you aren't. You know? Yeah, I like to go. <laughs> no, he likes know. to be out. I don't mind going out in the daylight. Always somewhere. <laughs> I 
I was, you know, I was genuinely shocked this morning when it was a bit lighter. I'd forgotten yeah. the other end of the bargain. I, I, oh, I remember yeah. that it gets darker this time of the year. That's right. Oh, I'm genuinely yeah. shocked. And of course, that's what we're doing it for, the farmers. Yes. It's the only reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any other single profession that could get the clocks changed for their benefit? Watchmakers. People in the sex industry don't say I wouldn't mind it People getting dark. Sex industry getting darker <laughs> a bit earlier. What about Eamon I could Holmes? Start, I could I could start straight from. He could know. get it changed. Eamon Holmes could he? Well, he says there's an early start, doesn't he? Do this mm-hmm. the Sky News. So anyway, a bloke came up to me and he said, "I want oh, sorry to bother you. I've got two things. I just I just want to tell you. I've I've." He said, "I've I've read two books in my entire life," and he was he was not a young man. Mm-hmm. He said, I've read two books in my entire life. Um, Angel Pavement by J.B. Priestley and your autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, th- that's lovely, thank you very much. But I have spent the whole time since thinking, why is the common denominator in these... T- I've never read Angel Pavement by J.B. Priestley. If anyone has, I'd love a, I'd love a, a J.B. Pracy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute... Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I went to see um, Bob Dylan on Sunday at the Albert Hall. How's his hair? Um, When he had a hat on. He had like a cowboy hat on. He's gone edge. What books has he read? Did he come up and tell you what books he'd read? No, I bet he's read uh, quite a few, hasn't Mm, he? Probably. Not all the way through, I wouldn't have thought. No. First three chapters. He's a fly by night character. Then he's off. Tell me what he had got. What about this, Emily? You're our fashion correspondent. I'm saying a lot in this room. He, um, <laughs> he had trousers on. With his, I, don't know, I don't know why. It's I, a start. I, I don't know why I don't. Um, I've never really cashed in on this look. He had trousers on with a big stripe down the seam, the outside seam. Oh, you know? Yeah. You know that sort of Quality Street look? Yes, in I trousers. know that. Um, can I take, it's a bit Quality Street soldier, can yeah. Can I take him off forensic role? I, I expected Emily to have answered the, asked this already, but mm. what fabric were said trousers? Are we talking no, trousers or it was a like denim? A, no, it was a suit. It was a, it You've was, got a bit Craig Revel Hallward on your old age. So it was a suit. So it had... Um, I, I think the look he's after is sort of Mississippi riverboat gambler. Right. Oh, okay. So it's a three-quarter length Has it got a military edge jacket. to it? No, not really. Oh. But I think often those you, you get Mexican bandits in old films have look. a stripe down the side. Can I be honest? Uh, he's frighteningly on trend. That was oh actually a probably it's probably about two seasons out, but never mind. <laughs> that's class. It's seventy four. That's a pretty good shot. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> the stripe down the seam. I've never was really a seen huge it. look. Was he mm. for men? For everyone, love. Well, I missed that. Was it a different colour of? Oh yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known it was there. But on like a dinner jacket. You know when you see like Bruce Forsyth doing a song and dance man bit, and he's got an evening suit on, he's got like Mm -hmm. black silk seam down the outside. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, They get that, but this was a different colour. Right. Anyway, I'm no, I approve thoroughly. I'm thinking. What was the music like? We've discussed his hair and his trousers. Oh, never mind. It was very good. Well, uh, I saw Bob, Bob Dylan, isn't it? Who cares? It's Bob Dylan. Well, interested I don't in what know any of his songs. It's about the twelfth time I've seen Bob Dylan, and the first two or three was brilliant, and then he went through. I saw about five when he was pretty terrible. I saw one when every song he did, he did the same tune. <laughs> he sang it the same. 
So honestly, so we go, lay, 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 lay across my breast bed. <laughs> and then he went, how many mirrors must a man walk down before you call him a man? <laughs> hey, Mr. Tambourine Man. <laughs> honestly, I'm not joking. I saw a guy the next day and I said, did you get to Dylan last night? And he said, yes, I did. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it was unbelievable. And that's what, that's what he's like. But he's, um, he's, he's doing a few... Um, he brought out an album of... Um, like great American songbook Sinatra covers, right? Oh. So he did. Uh, he's doing stuff like he did. Um, he's doing a Robbie Williams. I will tell you mm. what he did. What I do in you oh, nice. are far he away. Birds of the feather thing, yeah, exactly. Like that well, he's got the Dorian hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did uh, the Good Life, which is a bit of a turn. Do 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 <laughs> yeah, it was uh, that shocked everybody. I was talking to some completists. They said he doesn't normally do that live. That's just like an album thing. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So yes, I saw um, Dylan on Sunday night at the album. Oh, I love a Sunday night gig. Do you? Yes, mm. they're my favourites because I'm quite. I get quite optimistic about the parking. I well, I can see that. I can yes, totally see of, that. A lot of the normal restrictions are just not there on a Sunday. I do not. Oh. I do not favour a Sunday night gig because I find either the gig or the travel time clashes with the broadcast episode of the Antiques Roadshow. Which um, what haven't you I'm, got um, on demand? I'm not going to on demand the Antiques Roadshow. It's a program you watch if you're in, but. I, you know, I'm, I'm loath to Sky Plus it. I think that says too much about myself. You see that so. as a waste of percentage space. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. We're down to 11. Okay. We're not going to start Are playing you? with the Antiques Roadshow. Oh, my God. Oh, people look like they're really upset about that. So you yeah. found a parking space. Yeah, anyway. It was, I, it was the best I've seen him for a long time, but our standards are so low now. <laughs> I mean, he's singing Frank Sinatra songs, and we all think it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> he also has three microphones now, which was never really explained. Greedy. Does he wear it round the neck? No, he has three, but not... That's not a harmonica. Not like... Oh. I not, thought he liked a harmonica, Bob Oh, he still plays the harmonica. But to his credit, I once spoke to an actor who was like a really good actor, and they'd been in the same um, play for about two years. And I said, how do you do that, you know, without going balmy? He said, the important thing is... Every time you say a line, you have to make it as if you've never said it before in your life. Mm -hmm. And that's what he's like playing the harmonica. <laughs> it honestly feels like it's a bloke thinking, how, does this, how do they work, these things? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I like that. It gives, it gives it a bit of edge. You know with that blowing in the wind one he did? Yes. Does, it, does he do that? I mean, that's obviously his big showstopper, one would imagine. Does he do that? Does he slip it in? Or he did does he do finish that. on it? That was his encore, but with him at the grand piano. He doesn't play guitar anymore. Why not? Oh, there was lots of various rumours about that. I think oh. mainly because people really want him to. <laughs> his entire <laughs> career. Mark, Marky has been Smith. Back. Yeah, well, he, I think we, they're, they're of the same. They're a. Marky Smith's a chip off of the old block, I think. Would you suggest there's something in common here, which is that they're all a bit of a git? Yeah, there is. Maybe it's gittery that attracts yeah. me. Mm -hmm. mm. But, you know, 74. 75. Are we singing? Uh, this is a song, isn't no, it? No, no, no. <laughs> I wonder if you had the three mics, because when you get to 74, the sound starts coming out of various ruptures and... 
tear um, is in your in your body rather than coming just out the, your mouth. Right, yeah. Is that possible? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's just seeping out. You know, like light it. shining through an old body stocking. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever held one of your old body stockings up to a window. Um, not recently, no. Yeah, I, I find it exciting. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you had a nice time, darling. It was, it was, I went on my own because, um, you know, you? I don't know anyone who likes him really except me. No, me neither. And no. also I've seen him, because uh, say, he's, he's been so bad when I've seen him recently, it's, I, I didn't feel I wanted to tell you. I once took my girlfriend and at the end of it she said, now listen, we hadn't even left, there were people, you know, eavesdropping, never ever asked me to go to a Bob Dylan gig again. There was people, people who loved him. Overhearing it, I felt so embarrassed. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. We've had some texts in, Frank, and some tweets. Yes, yes. Carl Patrick has tweeted us to say, Saturday mornings just wouldn't be the same without a reference to parking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that's fair enough. It is a big part of my life. It's a big part of if I'm show, going sure. anywhere, my first thought is, where will I be able to? <laughs> anyway. Well, where are we going to park on Sunday? We'll have to sort that out. I'm worried about that already. Oh, don't worry, I'll find somewhere. Yeah, but I've got a very nice new car. Sundays. I tell you, Sundays, it's, it's parking day. <laughs> That's why you suggested Sunday, because it's free parking. I didn't suggest Sunday. I'm, you know, I don't have much availability. I'm, I'm not rowing guy. with you about this. That's why this. he's got a PA. <laughs> um, Judgmental has tweeted us, I love this time of year. Time for the annual outing of Frank's Smashing Pumpkins joke. Marvellous. Oh, that was, um, I was at, was it the Brits? I think it might have been the Brits, but before, before I tarnished it by doing it myself. Uh-huh. And, um... It was an award ceremony, anyway, and, and Ava Herzegova, do you, do you remember, oh, yeah. remember her? Yes. Um, I thought you were going to say Ava Gardner. Ava Herzegova, it was very, um, of, of the supermodels, she'd been my top three. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Choice. And uh, she got up, she, remember she was the super bra lady, if you recall. Of course, Carl. Yeah, Wonder Bra, even. Wonder Bra, one of those, yeah. I'm I thinking like of, I'm thinking oh, of uh, Super Bra, <laughs> under the sea and in the air, it can jerk. Yeah, I'm thinking Supercar. Yeah. Anyway, so she, she was the Wonder Bra lady, and uh, she got up, and she just, she didn't do a speech, she just opened the envelope and said, smashing pumpkins. And I went, <laughs> here, here. <laughs> <laughs> and it got, I'd say, more people laughed in here, in this room than laughed in the entire place. It's really? like, no, I don't know whether nobody got it or whether it was oh, just no, that that's time. that's not fair. That's quality. It's that time where you just, you can't say that sort of thing anymore. But I mean, it had a sort of a naive British seaside <laughs> postcard feel to it rather than a seedy, yeah. dark side to it. If you yeah. say so. Um, I think so. We've uh, we've also had an email that um, I, I'm not going to lie. I noticed coming whilst you were telling your Bob Dylan story, and it seemed appropriate. It's about soap. Hello, Frank, Emily, and Alan. I listened with interest to your discussion of the foil insignia on leather, imperial leather soap. Mm. I may not be the first to write to you about this, but the insignia used to sit over a metal plate by which you could attach the soap to a special branded soap holder with a downward-facing magnet. 
The soap hung on this rather than stewing in a soggy mess in a soap dish. I was a tot at the time. I last used one at my granny's house. I'm now 40. But I vividly recall the satisfying click as it attached all the best cakes. Yeah, someone oh, yeah. did text did us about this. Because yeah. I was, I, I'm glad that it's worked as an aide de memoir. Uh-huh. Because my plan was to scale at eBay to see if one of the magnetic um, Uber oh. plates still existed. Oh, yeah, magnetic Uber plates. That would have been a good Christmas present for you. Careful. Pardon? That would have been a good Christmas present for yes. you. Yes. Well, it's not too late. I always struggle. Dear. I mean, there's only so much Doctor Who merchandise available. I know. Yeah, there is a really limited offering on that, isn't there? <laughs> it is odd, though. That all, I don't think I've ever been bored to Doctor Who anything that hasn't really excited me. <laughs> Even, like, you know, a sheet of stickers. Absolutely oh, yeah. pathetic. <laughs> I think it's good. It's good to have that one thing that people can't go wrong. It's like people who collect, you know, people who collect statuettes of mice. Mm-hmm. You know what they want. Yeah. They're always happy for another one. Don't get me wrong, I despise that sort of people, but, I mean, at least they're easy to buy for. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I don't like to uh, uh, air our dirty laundry in public, but you two have been talking quite a lot about Halloween today. Because mm-hmm. you're no, both going why. to... You know, uh, yeah, that'll be the Halloween thing. You're both <laughs> going to a party and, oh, I don't want to tell you what costume I've got. I don't want to tell you what costume I've got. <laughs> and, uh, which one of that was... Who, which one was me out of those two? Both. OK. Yeah, they were both you. He hasn't got to the impression of weirdly, me yet. Weirdly, you're delighted by that, though, aren't you? Like, <laughs> it wasn't a bad impression. Um... But, and I, I know We're this going is going to... a party, so I know I'm going to sound a bit bar humbug here, but... And I do join in, like, I take my kids up and down the street doing the trick-or-treating at Halloween. I bet you do. But I don't really... <laughs> I don't Very really, sweet, you're not going to miss that one. <laughs> well, actually, I, I have misgivings about how much sugar we give away, because I think, you know, they reckon that sugar is this generation's cigarettes, don't they? I, I worry that... That's like, sausages, isn't it? No, it yeah, was. It's, bacon. Been, it's been changed was, to sausages, There was a lot of bacon right. and Killer sausages. <laughs> That's a shame, cos last year I gave out pigs in blankets at Halloween <laughs> instead of, uh, <laughs> instead of sweets. Leftover from Christmas before, no you? I thought I was doing them a favour. Check your sell-by day. But I... I mean, for all I walk up and down with the kids and do the trick-or-treating and whatever, I don't really get it. I don't... I don't understand how Halloween became so big, is it? I don't... I don't re and I don't want to be bar humbug because I'm not. Mm. I'm a I'm a ray of sunshine <coughs> in everyone's lives, and everyone knows that. You are. But can you explain it to me? Because I don't. Can really I just get do one thing before we go? On. Yeah. yeah, sure. Pigs in blankets. <laughs> <laughs> just seemed to fit so perfectly. I didn't want to let it pass. There's nothing cuter than when you're desperate to get one of your little jokes out. I yeah, love it. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> um, what about my friend Sophie? And she took her kids tri- trick or treating once. I think they're in Chiswick or something. And the family brought them a glass of water. <laughs> I mean, that is awful. What? They brought the glass of water as the treat. It's well, no sweets, nothing. Glass surely of water. that means you egg their window. Surely that's what happens. That's if you it? were trick or treating in um, the Sahara Desert, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be perfect, wouldn't it? Knock yeah. on some Bedouin's flap. <laughs> But Chiswick, somewhat different. I would have yeah. expected a volavon. Well, yeah. exactly. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah, but isn't but that the point of it? That it's sort of like, you know, there's a slight air of menace to it. You knock on the door, give me a treat, or I will play a trick upon you. Isn't that the deal? Yeah, it's a bit of that, much. but you know. Yeah. So why didn't they just egg them? I, don't, I know I'm not condoning egging well, did, people's did windows. Did they egg the Gestapo <laughs> when they did that? 
I'm not sure Halloween's based on that. Well, they, had, they had a sort of a trick and treat knock on your door four o'clock in the morning <laughs> bingo. So. You know? Frank and I, when we go to this party, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's there's a lot of effort involved, though, isn't there, Frank? You yeah. can't just get some, you know, nylon sheet like you probably would. You can't just put yeah. those plastic teeth in. Oh no! I've been oh, working on Jonathan. Um, I'm not going to lie; it's Jonathan Ross's party. Everyone knows that. Is he? Yes. <laughs> Who did you think it was? I don't know. The top had cut, was cut <laughs> off the uh, email. <laughs> um. So yeah, he said to me honestly back in March. He said, what are you going as? I said, I wow. don't know. This is honestly March. Wow. I remember it. I said, I haven't decided. And he went, well, you better hurry up. Because he starts planning it then. Wow. See, I don't like to plan too far ahead in case I lose a limb in the interim. <laughs> yeah, and then that might make me perfect for, you know, say, Long John Silver, mm. par example. Mm. Uh, so don't commit early. That's, that's one of my um, Halloween tips. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Can't hear the word crossfire without thinking of um, the junior school urinal. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I wonder if they still do that, kids. Me and my son Don't do text sometimes. that in. <laughs> You're kidding me. Someone's explaining, David Clifford says, pick or treat. The idea is household decides whether to give a trick or treat. Glass of water would be a trick, he says. Oh. No. No, I don't agree with that. I think he's really misread that. I think it's trick or treat, as in, give us a treat or we're going to perform a trick upon you. Yes, I, I agree. Yes, I, I think, agree. I think, I think that's, that's, that's the formal I'd like to choose between you doing that thing with your thumb, woo, or... <laughs> what, or, that? Yeah, oh, that's good. It's not great radio, I admit. No, it's not great radio. <laughs> for the uh, benefit of the readers, Frank just wobbled his thumb in a slightly eerie, like, made it look a bit plasticky and sci-fi yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Hey. There you go. Well, I mean, trust me. He's painted an accurate pen picture. Terrifying about, it was. What about this? I was, I was at home the other night on my own, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, the intruder light went on. Oh. On my uh, boxer shorts. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, the intruder light um, went on, on at the, um, in the garden. Uh-huh. Oh, oh round the back? And I thought... Um, well, no, just at, at the front bit, then there's not much room Oh, I know there. your front is peace. So I thought, uh, if there's anyone there, they've got to be pretty close to the window. Oh, fine. So, um, I went up to... The, we, I had blinds down, so I, I crept up to the blinds and suddenly whisked them away. <gasps> but I opened, hoping to catch somebody. And, um... On the window, there was an enormous spider on a spider web. Wow. That um, my son had made at school and I didn't know was there. That absolutely scared the hell out of me. I just revealed this enormous spider at first thought. I felt my stomach knot um, and my trousers sag. It yeah, was but a you made me put moment. my hair clip away earlier because you said, can you please get rid of that? It's upsetting me. It looks like a spider. Oh, it was yes, exactly. But it was it was horrible. Even the bloke standing just outside the window with the severed heads, <laughs> he, looked, <laughs> he looked absolutely terrified as well. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is um, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on eight twelve fifteen. 
Go on. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We were just talking about Halloween because it's Halloween. Yeah. Mm. That's the thing. I mean, if people did want to text on 8 12 15, I'd be happy to know what I can make that's tasty out of the spare pumpkin because we are going to carve pumpkins. And isn't it disgusting to eat? Like, everybody that I've said to that I well, hate this wasted food. Because it's going to go in the bin. I carved it? one at the weekend. Well, Kath carved it. I, I um, took the eyes, mouth, and nose mm -hmm. um, yeah. sections that have been removed and I chewed on the raw pumpkin you mm -hmm. know the inner yeah. shell and i liked it raw okay with that Thank, thanks for that recipe um, yeah. i bet it was horrible oh, that's good if for anybody, the kids on a night when a recipe involving heat and flavor i would be delighted <laughs> no, it, it, it was it was very nice uh, texture <laughs> kids are gonna be eating sweets tonight Sticking it's good. the dunk character foraging for pumpkins i, I mean you're thinking, a man of means I was thinking more of a curry or some kind of roast no, beautiful house you've got in a lovely desirable area you're sitting there <laughs> eating raw pumpkins what's wrong with you you could afford a Chinese takeaway. I like You could afford a Chinese takeaway. You oh, tell him. Oh, sweet and sour chicken balls. <laughs> well, exactly. What's nicer? Sweet and sour chicken balls or an old raw pumpkin? I know, but I can't every day. And also, what's it going to do with the eyes, nose and mouth? <laughs> Good point. Don't want to throw them in. What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> you can't put them in a bin. No. Oh. Um, well, you could, I suppose, but yeah. it would seem wrong. It's the worst. But I don't get it. And I know, I know it sounds bar humbug, but you can't get bar humbug about stuff that's not... I honestly think that the reason that it's become popular in the United Kingdom, because obviously it was massive in the what, States... What, pumpkin? When, no, Halloween. I like okay. the way you say United Kingdom like you don't live here. <laughs> in the United <laughs> Kingdom. American newscaster in the United but Kingdom. At least you didn't say, but in the States. I think, oh, I hate it when they say States. It was popular in the States, but I think <laughs> oh, in the United Kingdom it. it's really kicked on in the last 10 or 20 years. And I think it's yes. partly because we need something to get excited about in between summer and Christmas, don't we? Basically, there's all that summer sport, and then there's a huge chunk of time. Well, I'll, t I'll give you an example. Sorry to interrupt, Frank. No, go on. I'll give you an example. Strictly You're Come Dancing, they need, they need a reason to put some costumes on. They can't have movie night every week for the whole winter, right? Not on my Christmas. watch. I don't want those men putting costumes on. I they hate it when, they have a, when there's a film on oh. the television. That's, that's a <laughs> oh. failure, isn't it? Yeah. Especially yeah. If, if there's a film on the television before, like, 10 to 12, yeah. they're failed, that channel. What yeah. I mean is they get Unless it's up, a movie channel. But, like, tonight on Strictly, they'll all be in goth, goth and, like, you know, they're all going to Oh, there's like all close-up shots. But sometimes you put... teeth with you the You put a TV on, yeah. on at, like, 7 o'clock on a Sunday, there's a film on or something like You think, oh, they've, they've, they've lost it. Yeah, that's yeah. really why we've come up with Halloween, isn't it? To do something in between. Well, I, 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 I've encouraged um, the Halloween thing. Have you? Because it's sidelined the slightly later celebration when the country celebrates torturing Roman Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, though, does favor. Halloween tally with your deeply held religious No, beliefs? I don't mind that. It's a celebration of um, the afterlife, oh, one okay. could say. It's bonfire night oh, he's got problems nice. with, Bonfire night I have big problems with. Oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if anyone is living in Lewis, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> and I don't mean um, the, the bloke from uh, Inspector Morse. Morse. yeah. Anyone living in him, that's, you know, <laughs> live and let live. <laughs> I think people get angry mm. about um, 
the Halloween thing because it come from America. They always mention right. the it come yeah. from America as if that's a really terrible thing. And oh, yeah, like box sets, Frank. Imagine hating them because they come from yeah. America. Yeah, well, that's slightly different. Yeah, but people have mm. embraced, for example, the national obesity crisis. <laughs> that's true. Surely that, that, that's an American influence. Also another reason not to give your neighbours sweets, I would suggest. No, <laughs> knock, as I call it, the national obesity crisis. <laughs> Maybe we've got some new knock-knock jokes. Knock-knock, <laughs> who's there? The National Obesity <laughs> Crisis. Well, you again. Uh, you're not going to get through this door. You'd have to come round through the garage. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we've had quite a few pumpkin recipes. Oh, oh yeah. Tell Alan to make soup after he's finished with it, and he could have toasted the seeds on a flat tray in the I oven. I did that. I did. That's what I did. I just remembered that. All right, that. calm down, dear. <laughs> I put the seeds. <laughs> I put the seeds on a in a, in a, a tray in the oven just to see what would Is happen. Is that your version of my carrot or watermelon? <laughs> um, and uh, it was. Uh, they were all right. Horrible. All right. Yeah. It was absolutely vile. No, it really wasn't. Oh, dried fine. old seeds on a tray. Peter yes. has texted Tridelius. Pizza. That's my brand. No, Peter <laughs> has texted Tridelius pumpkin <laughs> and goat's cheese lasagna. It's fab. I will, Peter, but I'm, I'll have to look for some gluten-free lasagna sheets mm. in the house. Why? I, don't, I try and avoid the gluten. And oh. then we've um, got 474, Al. What's happened to the suggesting... north of England? <laughs> yeah. I try to avoid the gluten. <laughs> oh, God. The killer sausage has sent people into an absolute... Oh, no, I still have oh, the killer you know, sausage. I Don't worry about that. I the north that. in the old days. The, the killer dogs. sausage, that was my nickname at school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High school. I like the north when the dogs just wandered the streets. Yeah. That was through in our road. Good yeah. times. I'd never seen a dog on its own until I was about 30. <laughs> I used to go on the street, there'd be like 12 dogs coming <laughs> the other way. <laughs> Yeah, it was the, they, they, they packed. They packed um, very quickly. They, they ruled the night, um, the day and night. Oh, but the they day were going, as well. No one took the dog for a walk where I live. No one owned a lead. Do you just let them out? You let them out, and they went, and then they, they you know, they they ran around in groups. Did the same times, principle applied to the children, presumably. Um, I think there was lots of kids. I never heard. I never heard any of the uh, devil dog attacks in those days. No. Why people had more kids? Maybe they. Um, I don't know. Don't okay, um, 474 has texted us, quinces and pumpkin and some sugar is a closely matching pineapple. Delicious Qu childhood memories. Quince? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I haven't got loads of quince in the house, but... <laughs> no, is, I've got, I think I've, got, a, has, I so think I've got a couple of DVDs of Quincy. <laughs> <laughs> that'll yeah, do, that'll then. Do. Yeah. That, that's, and I like Andy's odd Andy, recipes on it. Andy has texted, he's bringing us back down to earth. I might take my kids out with a turnip like I had to when I were a lad. <laughs> well, apparently that's how it started, yeah. isn't it, the turnip? Yeah. I mean, I do like a turnip. Yeah. Um, but I just do you like, like a turnip? I, I do. <laughs> I do favour a oh, turnip. I don't like shaking on a jeans. I don't like a turnip. Oh, you on a jean? No, I don't. On a jean or on a trouser. What's the oh. point? Let's get it right. It's a nice. It's a nice detail. No, you, so you don't get it. See, he's like um, he's like I am about Halloween, but about turnips. I've got You've a only got to go to the chip shop four or five nights on the trot, and the turnips are full of salt. <laughs> <laughs> what are you ordering from the chip shop? Stringy old pumpkin. <laughs> Look, try the try the seeds thing. They're all right. Okay. Try it. Um, my uh, 
my rejection of Halloween. It's not a full rejection. I'm just saying I don't get it. Which well, I think I mean, is one fine. minute you, you don't get it, next minute you're carving <laughs> pumpkins. Well, that's because <laughs> I don't like waste, especially food waste. that upsets me. But my mate said to me that he doesn't get city breaks. He was just like, I just don't get them. I don't get why anybody would go on a city break. What's the point? <laughs> and, what? Uh, what? I'm interested in what people do. And I, this might offend you, Frank. But I feel like this about Bob Dylan. Do you remember that time you said on this show that you'd be happy if you never drank coffee again? You'd be yes. exactly the same. I feel like that about Bob Dylan songs. If, Do you? If I never heard one again, I'd be exactly the same as oh, I am now. I, it wouldn't make me sad. Well, we're all different. Yeah. yeah. We're all different. Now, one thing I've never got mm. is spectacles wearer of the year. <laughs> 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 what? What is actually being rewarded there? Is there some sort of... Do they wear them in a very neat sort of level? Yeah. It's the way they choose... Is it their facial symmetry? It's because... Is it a bad symmetry? They've turned a negative into an absolute positive. They wear oh, them with yeah. a flourish. Is Maybe. it, though? Often, whenever I see it, it's just the most famous person who's been seen in glasses That's that right, year. Yeah. Oh, Wincy Willis? Well, often it's people who... I, I'm not even convinced they wear glasses. They just... Uh, Can I say I like Wincy Willis? Mm-hmm. Just in case she's listening. Hi, Wincy. Okay. I find she's very... Uh, you've only got to move a bit fast around her <laughs> and she twitches quite a lot. <laughs> Mate, what about... Um, I think there's a special category for um, flamboyant lanyard use. Yeah. In the spectacles wear, I think. <laughs> no, but what is, what's the achievement? What's the nature of the achievement of the spectacles wear of the year? Well, yeah, they're not um, all actual spectacle wearers, are they? Because I've seen Michelle Heaton and, and the like turning up with a spectacle. Well, uh, when I was reader of the year, at least it was mine. Sure, yeah. It wasn't, I just, I wasn't, you know, I hadn't bought one that I was wearing. So I, that should be Oh, isn't it embarrassing when you always start, when I was reader of the year? <laughs> well, yeah. it's a great, that was one of the big things of my life. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute I had an email, I'm assuming I've had this, uh, it's it's entitled Revolting Pumpkin Seeds. Uh, Hi Frank, last year in order to, oh no it's two. Hi Frank, last year in order to avoid the tragic waste of pumpkin innards, I baked them in the oven as per internet recipe instructions with a little olive oil and salt. Far from resulting in a delicious but nutritious snack, I was left with the prospect of nibbling on compost toenails as a mid-morning snack for the next fortnight. See, I didn't oh. look at any... I just I just felt it. Just whacked it in. I didn't use any when oil. I didn't... If you're going to use oil and salt, you might as well have a killer sausage. Good point. <laughs> yeah. I just put in and I just felt when they were ready and it's perfect. 223 has suggested the best treats to give on Halloween are toffee onions. Oh, oh that's a joke. Yeah. Oh, oh that's that a good, good idea. Fun, toffee onion. A chocolate-covered sprout as well, he suggested. Oh, oh that sounds like all right. A, do like mm. a sprout. Have you ever um, apple donked? Yeah. Good story, isn't it? I don't remember <laughs> if I have or not. Next. <laughs> I, didn't, I, say, I didn't know you weren't supposed to boil it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, like that. It's deeply unhygienic. I think it's fine that I'm not that into Halloween because I have a new theory that there's only so many people that can be into certain things at the same time mm. like football's a good example loads of people are into it mm. Mm. but other things are lower tier profile like not everyone can be into halloween not everyone can be into table tennis i've recently had visitors and my mate used to be a keen ornithologist like two years ago you couldn't walk around without and going oh look there's a such and such and oh it's a 
This time, not even looking. Didn't even look upwards once. He's just gone off it. Okay. And I reckon oh. what's happened is, in the time since I last saw him, somebody else has got really into ornithology, and he's, he's had to. It. He's just had to make way. Yeah, that happened to me with M and M. Yeah, exactly. Mm. There's only so many people that can be really into. Didn't stuff. happen to you with the fall, funnily enough. No, no, no but it could yet happen mm. if they suddenly became massively popular. I'm still reading from table tennis. <laughs> See, I'd say table tennis. Yeah, I'd say table tennis. What did he say? What did he I say? You said table tennis. Table tennis. That's how I say it. Yeah. yeah, we're back to um, Sven Jorin Eriksson and the World Cup. Star Wars, Frank. Yeah, we've all got table our strange, uh, strange stresses. What I'm about when I said that. why Mariner for the dog? Oh, oh. embarrassing. Hawks. Um, we've had a text in as well. It's true, in the 70s, people used to let their dogs and their children out to play in the morning and yes. neither were expected back until tea time and they were not necessarily hanging out together. Kids would go play with other kids and dogs would go hang out with their dog friends. That's from 234. It's absolutely true. There was dogs everywhere you went. There was dogs, unaccompanied dogs, walking about. Mm. Yeah. I once got... I suppose I was about uh, ten. I got chased by a dog... <laughs> For like about a mile and a quarter, <laughs> it just kept coming. This dog, we ran, we were crossing roads, running, <laughs> people were pointing, you know, <laughs> chased by this dog. Couldn't happen now, you see. No, no, it'd be uh, it's probably be a good thing, don't get me wrong. But they had more freedom. My dog used to go and bark outside the butchers, yeah. Oh, no, Andy Cap. Used to come and bring a bone out. Which one was that, <laughs> Shep or the other one? Isn't it sad? The other one is a bit like the drummer in Bross. No one remembers his name, that other dog. It was all about Shep, wasn't it? Uh, there was Cal, the whippet. Oh, that's it, but we oh, forgot. And then it. there was Tiny, who was a crossbreed. I think that's, that's the full Oh, well, I didn't know about Tiny. Oh, he was first. Anyway, let's. Okay. Probably enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 363 has texted, Bross's drummer was called Craig Logan. I loved him in part because I thought the other two were out of my league. Dot, dot, dot. And there's a whole tradition as well as liking the one that, you know... Well... ..that isn't the most popular one in any sort of group or... um, yeah, like me. Double act or whatever. <laughs> oh, I was about to make a similar joke about me there. That's Aww. nice. Frank wasn't uh, about to make no, a similar no, joke about him. Wouldn't have worked with me, let's face it. <laughs> oh, <that's> so arrogant. <laughs> but like a lot of girls like Ringo, for example, in, in, yeah. the, in, in the old days. And, you know, the girls who liked um, David Badin instead of Rob Newman. Mm-hmm. It's, it's showing you, you know, that you go, you, you're prepared to go a stage further. Rather I don't know than go what David will think of that. Rather than go route one, I think he'd be all right with that. I think Would he'd he? admit that Robin Newman was better looking than him in those days. Oh, David had it going on. Ha- See, you're has doing it, going it on. trying to show you're a bit cleverer. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done it. Now, are you familiar with the phenomenon that is JSP? I was thinking JPS is what we used to call John Player Specials oh. when no. I was a youth. Janet Street Porter. Oh, yes. That's what I call her. Oh, yeah. She had an, a bit of an incident with Oliver Murs recently. Yes, or rather she didn't. No, she didn't. Would you care to... Uh, yes, I know. Ollie was... Was it Loose Women? Was on Loose Women. Was on Loose Ollie Women, Murs yeah. was on uh, Loose Women. Do you know Ollie Murs? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that we make Frank finish it now. Yeah. <laughs> and 
He does that because he's not sure of the lyrics some of his songs, so he goes... Mur, 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 mur. <laughs> Frank, name so. an Oli Murr song. I won't and you can't make me. <laughs> oh, I love that one. Yeah, there'll be one. <laughs> yeah, you know that one. Make up how you think it goes. I won't and you can make me Since the last time, bro, you broke my heart I won't and you can make me... <laughs> Terrible song. Elvis Costello. <laughs> Everything he sings sounds like Elvis Costello. Mm, someone sent me a big Elvis Costello book today, the autobiography. Now, when you get a big book and you think, oh, I can imagine wallowing in this big book. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's Brooke. It's <laughs> <So> Brooke. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, she, he went to kiss her hello. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she recoiled. She said, no way. Actually, coincidentally, I had mm. a similar... Uh, Elvis Costello used to be with a woman from um, the but Pogues. Oh yes, I know. Cot. Oh, her name was unfortunately. And I met her, and uh, I, I was I met him at a show, and I knew him a bit, and I, I so I went to do the kiss thing with her, and she went, "Oh no." <laughs> Good Which was, but it's difficult because like, he was a massive hero of mine. So I suddenly, I did a real awkward thing with that, you know. With someone who I really wanted oh, to. Oh, I wouldn't worry. She sounds like deeply me. neurotic, Frank. So I, I, I phoned him up after and said, "Oh no, I texted him rather mm. and said, oh, I'm sorry about that thing with Carl.' Uh, I, you know, I hope." It, and he texted back. He texted back. I think it's okay now, which just wasn't positive enough for my liking. Oh. So clearly, it wasn't okay. So she was very much in the J, uh, the JSP mm. camp. Which I have to say I have moved towards mm -hmm. in later life. But I'm we'll, so out of that camp, it's not true. Well, we'll <laughs> come to this um, in, a, in a second because we're on commercial radio and we have certain obligations. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Do you remember years ago I said that I thought that um, one of the ways of getting uh, an avalanche of text messages on the show was to get something a bit wrong? Hmm. We've done that again. Um, we say we've. Well. Are you talking about me? Well, I, s I say we as a collective, because uh, you got a, a thing. You, s you mentioned the drummer in uh, Bros, and then... I called I, Craig I the drummer, and he apparently was the bassist. So well, I read a text message saying that Bross's drummer was called Craig, and I just thought it was true. And now we've had... I think... I'm, I'm going to round it up. We've had a million texts saying <laughs> uh, Luke Goss was the drummer for Bross... The drummer in Bross was not Craig Logan. He was the bass guitarist. Luke Goss was the drummer. People are still angry about this. Hmm. Well, sorry. Good to know, though. <coughs> in it. They, I think they the were... Quizzes. When would they... I think they were in my drinking days, Bross. I Bross virtually were, missed them completely. I would say 1988 through to about 1991. I remember. It was a brief them. life. They had a sort of Hitler Youth vibe to them, didn't they? Did they? Didn't they have that look? Two of them did, but the other one didn't fit in, did he? I don't mean that they were Nazis. I meant that they looked... They had that sort of... Uh, yes. Yeah. Sort yeah. of that sound look. music vibe. Let's call it. Were they actually blondes, or was that uh, I think they were actually blonde. Well, can so I be that's honest? That's pretty rare. That's them and Boris Johnson, that's it. Frank, one of them, let's just say he spends an awful lot of time in a fedora these days. Oh, yes, you're quite right. Uh, I've seen him in the... I think you looked up a YouTube clip of him. <laughs> yeah, him. that's right. Reasons I best known to yourself. <laughs> I remember that. I think he had a, a, a crucifix earring and a fedora. Well, we all know what that means. Yes. It means he's... 
bald as a badger. Means he's Guy Fawkes. Um, Meanwhile, can I uh, can I defend the Janet Street Porter position that she took uh, re kissing people that she's only just meeting for the first time. You should say it, Al. She actually, her statement was, in Janet Street Porter world, there's one simple rule, I will greet you with a handshake only. I think she said JSP world, which I love about her. She did say JSP world of leather. It's excellent of her. You see the handshake now, though, it feels such a dangerous thing to do in the age of major contamination. If I shake someone's hand now, Mm. I feel that that hand's out of surface until I can get to a sink. I would never shake hands. What? I think they're... I avoid it. I hug people instead. Oh, no, you've got to be careful clammy, with a hug as well. They're riddled with bugs. I don't... No, never. Got to be careful with a hug. I saw a friend this week that I hadn't seen for a while, and I went towards him for a hug, and most... I mean, am I right here that most times when you go for a hug with an old friend, you go one arm under, one arm over? Um, <laughs> I've, you know what? I've never I really... I don't find, I go straight for the mouth, so what do you do? <laughs> he went... He went well, double like, unders. Like you don't know. He went double unders. Like he was giving me a bear hug or something. I was expecting him to pick me up like a wrestling move. Did he slightly, yeah, raise you from the ground? That would have been good. Double unders. <laughs> I nearly sprawled and took I him down. Know. I don't know what. I, I mean, I don't hug that much, I'll be honest. Well, you do me because I make you. I went to a meditation centre in Dorset and there was a, quite a, a thing about hugging, how to do it. And the idea was you put one knee in between their two knees. Was that when Kath tripped over the cauldron? No, no, she wasn't oh. with me. OK. And you, you slightly bend your knees so that you become interlocked. Yeah. And, um, and then you, as you breathe out, they breathe in. That's the idea. So you become as one. Very intimate way of saying hello, that. Yeah. I remember they said to me... I remember they said to me, and remember, mm. no patting. <laughs> So you don't pat them on the back while you're doing it. It's a good rule. <laughs> it is. Um, there was two cows in the nearby field that looked absolutely outraged. <laughs> oh, no, that's rubbish. That's rubbish. Can we cut that? <laughs> oh, live, you say? <laughs> oh, God, that changes everything. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. One thing I don't agree with um, JSP is that she said that when men kiss women they're, they're saying I'm in control yes I think she said both actually she said uh, both genders like the person starting the kissing thing is basically asserting yeah okay I find now if I meet like a very attractive woman and shake hands with her mm-hmm. yeah I feel I'm saying I know this is quite a, a good opportunity but um, you know what I've got all the stuff in my life <laughs> yeah so I think, in a way, I'm exerting my superiority by not mm-hmm. taking that opportunity. Like, I don't need this. I've got, you know... Yeah. I've got DVDs and stuff at home. <laughs> yeah, but you're not, you. cre- you're not creepy anyway, Frank. No, but I... I you're fortunate I in that quite respect. like the Japanese, um, you know, the bowing thing. Bowing yes, I like good. that. No contact, yeah. very do respectful. Why That's don't we? That's such a good idea. Shall we start it on yes. Saturday mornings from now on? We'll just have a bow. It's not so good on radio. No, no I mean, no, when, but when, when we, we see we each meet other. People, yeah. Okay, we'll bow to on each morning, other. When we have our breakfast and a chat over the pips, we'll begin with but a bow. To other people as well. Did, didn't okay. there used to be a trivial pursuit question about how many. Japanese people were in hospital. No, they were were in hospital. How many Japanese people end up in hospital because of bowing injuries? Oh, where they've clashed heads. I can't remember how many. It was was an even number, almost certainly. 
I don't know. He's texting. We've been looking for one no, that wasn't well, pumpkin recipes. If anyone recipes, remembers, if anyone remembers <laughs> that statistic, I love a kiss. Hello. I missed. I met a, a <laughs> I homo- homosexual oh, friend of mine recently. And Lovely. He, Should we play a song? And he, <laughs> he kissed me on both cheeks, and uh, I like that. Oh, do you I know th- the man I bought my car off? I I gave him a big old kiss this weekend. And I called him baby. That yeah, I wouldn't do that with a man I bought my car off. I think with a gay friend, it's so, you're sort of showing your, you know, all God's children approach to life. <laughs> oh, you're so, so tolerant. Makes, yeah, it makes me feel like, you know... You know Frank Liberty, my, um, <laughs> my other name. That's it. A bit more broad-minded than you might expect. That's what's coming out. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio webby. I do like it when you call it webby. It makes me laugh every time. There must be people that call it that, do they? Of course there are. You got a webby? You. (laughs) Okay. Just uh, in reference to we were talking about greeting people and whether, like Janet Street Porter, we felt kissing wasn't acceptable. Mm. Tim has tweeted us to say, a lick on each cheek instantly lets her know I'm a special guy. Oh, that's nice. Something else with a kiss on each cheek as well is that you you don't know who's been kissing those cheeks before and what they've got. Do you know my main problem with the kiss on each cheek is, and it's it's a good problem to have. I've got very prominent cheekbones, so I would say you know, two or three times out of ten when I kiss people on the cheek, I get a properly painful cheekbone clash. Mm. I'm no, thinking of wearing one of those guards that you occasionally see the Premier League wearing. I tell you, one of the worst things is kissing somebody if they're wearing a baseball cap. Yes, trying to get under under the eaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going in too deep. Just well, it's t- very, it's kiss them right on the top of the head. Get... Kiss them on the top of the hat. What about Bob Dylan in that old hat? I mean, you can't get any purchase. I can't there. imagine kissing Bob Dylan. I must admit. Oh, don't talk to me then. Um, I'll be kissing you. What about this? What about Mwah. that's what he'd do as he kiss you on his cheek? <laughs> Frank, I yeah. want to talk about this old biscuit. Not you. <laughs> I'm talking about the old biscuit from the Titanic. Oh, Did you read about biscuit. this? It's 103 years old, mm-hmm. and it's sold... Frank remembers it. It's sold <laughs> recently for $23,000. I mean, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. They could have got a whole packet for that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's not like... It's, 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 it was on the lifeboat, was it? Is that right? Mm-hmm. It I was part so, of the yeah. sort of first aid kit. The survival kit, yeah. yeah. I bet you the person who's bought that, it'll be a bloke, won't it? won't be a woman. Oh, it's so a bloke. Be a bloke. I bet mm. you he's already thinking, oh, why did, oh, why did I buy that? <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to do with it? It's rubbish. It's a rubbish <laughs> like, biscuit in a tin thing. It's not, it's not like an interesting thing from no. the Titanic. It's a lot of money for an old cracker. Do you reckon it was a fun That's, that's what Frank's manager says about him. Do you yeah. reckon it's like the... <laughs> Is, like, is this like the uber riches version of me buying a suitcase when I was drunk on eBay? Is that what it is? Well, like they've gone. It could have been oh, that. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I love it. I, you know, have you ever bought like a shirt or something and then thought, actually, I try it on again at home and yeah. think I really don't like this? What I do, yeah. 
I hang it really far back in the wardrobe, <laughs> as if I might forget it ever happened. I really want yeah. it out of my life. I know that, Frank. But a biscuit, $23,000 for a 100-year-old biscuit. Yeah. Apparently, um, it's similar to a hot cross bun, so it's dried out. So that's why, because I thought it would have got a bit soggy down there. In the no, I, I can see it would have uh, tried. Well, well it was on the, if on the lifeboat, it probably never went into the depths, did it? Oh, I don't know the details. Well, I like the idea of him, the bloke who bought it sitting at home with his wife one night watching the telly and then saying, hold on, where's the dog? <laughs> <laughs> Upstairs, just finishing it off. <laughs> oh, that'd be it. I know someone who bought, um, as a gift, they bought someone um, two stuffed bats framed. And uh, it got, it was um, from eBay and it was delivered and it, it got broken in transit, the frame. And. Um, their cat, they left in the cat at oh. these two bats. They were probably like 80 years old, no. mummified bats. Oh. It went missing for three days and then the came, yeah, the then came, oh. came back. <laughs> Do you know it slept upside down ever since? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true that. And uh, I, I don't know, it's probably embalming fluid and all that sort of stuff. So um, the moral is don't let your would pet you eat sink. it? That, would I, would that I eat the biscuit? Yeah, that cracker. I'd eat it only if I, was in, it. if I was in front of the bloke who'd pay <laughs> 23 grand for it. I'd have a nibble. I'd no. Have a nibble. Would you? If, I was, if you were married to him, if I got divorced from him, that's what I'd do. If you just As I a left with bit. a flourish. <laughs> with I thought about this the other night. If you have a little <laughs> bit, it's fine. You know in the films when the bloke, the, the detective will lick his finger and then go, yeah, cyanide. So it yes. must be all right to just have a little bit of anything. <laughs> I mean, cyanide, if you can do it with cyanide, you see them doing it with, like, cocaine in films, all that. Yeah. <laughs> OK. <laughs> so a little bit of uh, 100-year-old biscuit. Do you know one of the many reasons I love Frank is that he says, you know in the films? <laughs> <laughs> How cute is that? I'll be saying that after Spectre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rector to Spectre! <laughs> Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You know when you, you know when you get back from holiday, mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, you've taken something with you, like I don't know, like a big book or a hairdryer or a laptop, and you haven't used it. Mm. Oh yeah. And then you get back and you think, oh, why did I bring carry that lug bit around? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's how the crew of of the Titanic must have felt about <laughs> the anchor. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but if if the anchor was for sale, that seems to me like to be a good thing to have. The anchor of the Titanic. Yeah, do you get me? You know, we've had um, a text saying, "Can you stop saying the Titanic? It's just Titanic." So the anchor of Titanic. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't actually <laughs> say that. Have a go. I, I admit that that's probably correct. Well, it's like that it's John. Ukraine, the Ukraine thing. You've just got to go off for what feels right. But I had a friend who used to say, Anne Eunuch. Because <laughs> it's supposed to be Anne, because it begins with a vowel. Oh, mm. I don't like that. I like don't like Anne Hotel. Oh, yeah. No, but that doesn't begin with a, a vowel. Well, it technically does, because H does. Because the it? H is silent, meant to be. There'll be more. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Spelling-based commercial more radio. Pocket grammar from Frank Skinner <laughs> tomorrow night on Radio 4. <laughs> <laughs> and now a book at bedtime. Yeah. Professor Stephen Hawking reads Stig of the Dump. Mm-hmm. Oh, that I'd like enjoy. <laughs> he was a mucky child. <laughs> Let's get to bed, shall we? <laughs> Who's that? Um, so, yes, I think it's... Uh, could you eat it? Would it kill you? Um, the biscuit? It probably wouldn't be great for you, but I imagine you could have a... You, I think you could have a nibble. Be safer um, than a sausage. Especially these days. Well, I'm very neurotic the... about sell-by dates anyway. Are you? Oh, oh don't of course I am. Just... Oh, you surprise me, you two aren't. Get it down, no, you. I, you know what? No, I don't... When it says, you know, 22nd or whatever of the 10th, 2015... 22nds? No, you know what I mean. What time? They're not specific. Does that mean midnight it expires? No. Lunchtime? I don't know. Who decides it? I've never met anyone who says, I do the sell-by dates on food stuff. No, that's a good point. I used to, when I, first, when I was on the doll, I used to buy... You know, once you get in supermarkets to say, eat in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Before it goes off. You used to go... You don't get that. I don't get any more, but I used to. You used to get them in the... If you went in there Saturday night... Yeah. yeah, in, yeah. The, in the glory days when supermarkets didn't open on a Sunday, they had to sell their stuff. But I'm careful now because I went to... I flew to Mexico City, mm-hmm. and there was some butter on the um, on the plane. And as soon as I tasted it, I thought, "It's not right, is it?" Exactly. And I thought, "I'd be fine, right. be absolutely fine." So I'm vomiting in a New Mexico City hotel room. I mean, absolutely feeling as bad as I've ever felt. Oh. And Kath can't turn off the dance music that's been piped into the bathroom. She can't find it out. Of th- I'm going, turn the music! It was like the most terrible. And since then, I'm... Well, I, I'm the Cliff Thorburn of Cell by Dates. You'd have to trust me on this. He was a very, oh, lo- very, very careful snooker <laughs> player. Didn't take any risks at all. He was known as the... He was from Canada, and he was known as... His nickname was the Methodical Mountie. Which I always loved. <laughs> Do the Mounties still exist? They never get mentioned anymore. Now they go for quite Until a today. Bob Dylan trouser, don't they? They yes. do. Mm-hmm. Yes, but they I do. think a sort of jumper, kind of. They look like they've got a lot in their pockets. Ooh, the Mounties. I'll say. And what was their motto? <laughs> Do you like my Mountie base material? <laughs> I love it. Do you remember their? Um, their they their, always their... get their man. That's it. Like we all, me. We always get our man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No wonder in those trousers. <laughs> The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Um, so we were talking about the 103-year-old biscuit and, uh, and it, it... It's a lovely pub, the 103-year-old biscuit. <laughs> yeah. Love it. It, it rather neatly brings me on to something that I saw when I was eating out the other day and, uh, and I'd like to bring it to your attention. I think this is eccentric behaviour, but mm. maybe it's just me and how I've been living and it's not at all... Were you on your own or with Mrs. No, Cockcroft? I was. I was with the family. We were having a brunch in a local public house that does food, mm. and um, I happened to glance across, and a guy at another table had a pot of tea. And you know when they bring you a pot of tea, and they also bring you a small little jug of milk. Oh yeah. I've always poured tea black into the cup and then added milk. Yes, pretty standard. Yeah. I looked at this guy no. as he was what? pouring his tea. And he was pouring milk tea out of the pot. 
There was milk in the pot. There was milk milk in the pot. pot. Is that... Is that a thing? Because I've never seen that in all my life. So did he put milk in the pot? He'd put milk in a public use pot. (laughs) Were there leaves in the pot? I don't think so. Or bags? It was tea bags. There was milk in in the pot. (laughs) Teas in the pot. It was a. Bob, it, hang on, is that, that Louis Armstrong or Bob Dylan? <laughs> that's a Bob Dylan. That's what he sounds like. There. <laughs> it's a bit. Um, uh, what's his name? Oh God, I've forgotten a guy's name now. That's embarrassing. What's his name? All right, Breakfast right, Radio, everyone. Yeah, yeah. That's well. I, I thought that was strange. I um, I used to hang out with some uh, Indian girls. Yes. What's, what's funny about that? And. Um, they um, would say, do you fancy tea? And they would put a saucepan on. Oh, yeah. And they would put milk, um, tea, everything in the saucepan, including a lot of sugar, mm-hmm. like maybe seven or eight spoonfuls. That sounds and, lovely. And then mix yeah. it up and then pour it in through a strainer. So, mm. I, you know, it makes a certain amount of sense, doesn't it? I suppose the inside of the teapot in a public teapot's going to get a bit, a yeah. bit milky. Yeah, I just, it made me think, that's an I hate people that order tea when they're out. I hate people. Oh, no, I order tea when I'm out. A waste of money, make it yourself. It is easy, isn't it? My mum orders tea and everywhere, you know, like Emily always orders food and says no chives, whatever Mm. it is, whatever it is that she's ordered, no chives, please, no spring onions, no chives. My mum, whenever she orders tea when we're out, she'll always go, can I have a pot of tea and can I have a wee pot of hot water with it, please? (laughs) Always. A wee hot, wee pot of hot, and I think it's because she's trying to eke it out, get an extra cup Mm. of tea out of it. It's all falling into place, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Nobody's ever said no. Can a I goodie bag. That, uh, goodie bag for bag? the tea bags. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> She'll take them home with her, the tea bag. Doggy bag, isn't it? Yeah, that's doggy what it's bag. called. You see, I made a fool of myself. <laughs> that's karma. See, what happened, that it's a goodie bag, but I called it... Uh, no, it's a doggy bag. I, I did it again. I made a fool of myself <laughs> twice. <laughs> It's a Just doggy twice, bag. you say. It's a doggy bag, and I call it a goodie bag. That was, that wasn't me making a fool of myself. That was me uh, reiterating me having already made a fool of myself the first time. <laughs> Phew. Frank, that yeah, same that woman. What time used are we to, going to Jonathan Ross's party? She used to thread um, in They're cafes. They're not any of these ones. Do you know that? What? She used to thread. You know threading? Oh, yeah, the eyebrow Oh, I love threading! Yeah, she used to do that. She'd just sit in a cafe and she'd just get the old cotton out and start threading. Have you ever done threading? I could do that today. I've never seen other blokes do it. Yeah. Because you don't know, it's like a cat... You make a cat's cradle kind of thing. I don't mean, like, you know, out of cotton. And then you rub it around your top lip and it tears out the hairs. Mm. You could do your eyebrows with it too, though, eh? And I find after you've done it, if you then floss with the same cotton, oh. it's got a sort of brushiness to it, like a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> There's a li- another little tip. <laughs> and somebody recommended, what was they called? Oh, Hocus Pocus Pumpkin Pancakes. Look it up. Yeah. That's the answer, apparently. and they're gluten Hocus Pocus. Yudla, 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 rum-pum-pum! Do you remember that? Oh, you don't remember it. Mm. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I think we need to take a little stroll, Mr. Liberty. Where to? Shall we go to uh, email corner? 
Someone has sent us, actually. Speaking of which... Good thing to say on Halloween. Speaking of which... Yeah. <laughs> Lovely pun. John Want, um, from Staines, mm. uh, sent us a... Uh, he said uh, a couple of weeks ago, Emily suggested that it was Alan's turn to provide an email corner jingle. True so, that. So I put the enclosed jingle together, which I hope you like. <gasps> and let's hear it. Gumby by Gumby by Gumby by Gumnail Corner. Corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's got a sort of 1960s Bonzo Dog Doodah band kind of feel to it. I yeah. really like it. I haven't heard that until now on air. It no, neither no, I. I've never heard it before in my life. It's, it's right. slightly psychedelic, slightly depressing. Shall we try it again? <laughs> yeah, I let's think, have it again. I'd I like it. it again. I think it could be a finishing bit. To a track on Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts yes. Club Band. I'll take that. Let's hear it. Is that like vibrato it. in my voice naturally, or is that something that they've yeah. added? You went a bit Robbie Williams' dad. Oh, so right. that was that day you remember you did the show in a biscuit tin. You just oh, arrived yeah, in a big biscuit tin I with a lid on. that. Yeah. So anyway, we're in email oh, corner. I'm so pleased to have played that instead of my one. So, um, <laughs> well, I look, I gave my one up a long time ago for you people. Okay. Congratulations, Alan. Well won. Thanks very much. To the, to the victor, the spoils. Yeah, mazel tov. Yeah, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, guys. <laughs> this is an email from Mike Griffin. He says, morning, everyone. Has the team ever considered putting out a Frank Skinner show calendar? Yes. Well, I have. Uh, Speak for myself. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. <laughs> I think it would sell well. Uh, I don't. That's wrong. First, that first thing is wrong. I'd like to offer some suggestions for photos. Mm-hmm. Alan, for each of his four months, strikes a different karate pose, <laughs> clad only in Frank's redundant pajama trousers. Well, he's been listening. This bloke. Good points. Oh, yeah. Good points. Emily, in her best bib and tucker, is pictured holding a Jeroboam of champagne. The next month, with the Triffid, then alongside a waxwork of Henry VIII, and finally. Holding up her birth certificate. Again, paying attention. Mm. People are listening out there. American convict style. That's how I'd hold up my birth certificate. Oh, yeah. Um, Frank, wearing only his pyjama jacket, a la Top Cat, would appear with a... Hashtag orcs. (laughs) (laughs) Not suitable for work. Mm. Would appear with a succession of items cleverly placed to conceal his gentleman's excuse me. These might be, for instance, his ukulele, a West Brom scarf, his leather Christmas hat, and the Peerless 125. That's a bit rude. Yeah, it's the I'm Peerless sure. 125 is a fountain pen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that, Mike. How, how big a fountain pen is it? Is it like a, I don't know, a, yeah, where do, where do I put like, the real ruby? Like a, like, you'd want it to be a beryl dobber pen, wouldn't you? Like one of those big pens to cover Thank your you modesty. So much. I'm thinking one of those pencils you used to get from the seaside. Right. <laughs> Those really yes, big ones. The big inflatable like ones. There's a tassel on the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened to those? Though? You don't want a bookies biro for that sort of photo. I tell you what's, you. what's hard oh. about that. I sometimes dream jokes. Do you do this, Al? I no, keep I a don't no- even think jokes during the day, me. I keep, well a no- I keep I like I use the word me at the end of it. <laughs> <Think> <laughs> I don't know me. <laughs> so um, I um I'll, I keep a notebook at the side of the bed, and if I dream a joke, I write it down. I've been doing it for years. They're all rubbish. No, it's like when, the, when but I people dreamt, are drunk and they write. I dreamt I was with the 1960s um, sitcom actress Paula Wilcox, and we were talking, mm. and I was explaining a joke to her. 
and I said um, that I'd been to... I'd gone to a, dan- a dance school to pick up my daughter. In, right, this is it. I don't have a daughter, as you know. Mm. I'd gone to a dance school to pick up my daughter, and uh, they said, oh, well, it's the last, the last dance... They've just got the last dance to do, and then they'll be um, they'll be ready. And I said, "How long's your gentleman's excuse me?" <laughs> mm. uh, it doesn't quite work as a joke. No, and uh, I she bet you laughed. thought it was brilliant when you woke up. I thought, well, I, for about four seconds, I thought it was brilliant. And there was another joke I had, which that we'd recorded something, and I said and it was so long we had to record it on, and I couldn't remember what the thing was. <laughs> So that was that. <laughs> also, extraordinary inc- story. Incidentally, on the story of cliches from this show. Well, what, Frank, what about our calendar? We haven't yeah, talked about it. Can we come back to it? No, no, but just he's I gone to, to a, a list. Of, a okay. list of no, but I want to do this, so we're coming back to it. But he's, you know, we have a thing called the idiotic eureka moment mm-hmm. yes. on this show where you don't realise something's a pun or a joke for a lot. I had one the other day, which I think is a, a gold metal version of an idiotic era. The fact that I didn't get this is almost beyond belief. What is it? I met Adil Ray. You know Adil Ray? He's mm-hmm. an actor and... Yeah. And he plays uh, Citizen Khan in yeah. this. Oh, yeah. And as he spoke to me, Citizen Khan, which is probably series three now, I thought, that's a... It's a pun on Citizen Kane. Oh, come you are on. kidding. I honestly <laughs> hadn't got that. You I, are I swear I hadn't got it. Um, that's awful. I know, that, um, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we were talking about this email that, uh, mooted the idea of us putting out a Frank Skinner show calendar and, uh, suggested photos. I'd like to just discuss the, uh, suggestion of, uh, Alan for each of his four months strikes a different karate pose... <laughs> Uh, I love that. Mm. Uh, however, I've not actually done karate for, um, <laughs> let me think, 23 years or something. So the, Do you do might a not... hapkido? <laughs> yours? Don't do hapkido. You know, every time we talk about the martial arts, you guess at a different one that I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Um, I don't currently do karate, but I would strike what a karate pose. Yeah. Can we... Um, yeah, I do a, I, I do a little Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That's it, and I'm not good. I, but I, you know, I'm, I'm learning. I love it when I've he I've got goes, a growth mindset. I, I love the faux modesty. No, it's not faux modesty. I'm, <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm frequently squashed. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so they can't get a grip of you. Yeah. So, well, you'd hope. But anyway, uh, when he says clad only in Frank's redundant pajama trousers, my problem with that is, uh, you know, the sidekick. And the is everything the gaping window in a pajama trouser? I, <laughs> I I couldn't wear a boxer short. I would have to wear some briefs, wouldn't I? Underneath your pajama oh, trousers. Briefs are disgusting. Yes, well, maybe. As I've said before, for I daytime I prefer boxer shorts, but for sporting activity, I like to be hurt. I like to I be held. I think the fly in my pajama trousers has closed <laughs> naturally over the years. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a heel, it's like a healed wound. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the material is actually grafted together. Are you a boxers yes. man, Frank? Um, yes. Lovely. Yeah, so that's my feeling about the uh, the karate poses for my four months. So you, can't, you can't reciprocate with a question like that from a lady. Well, Yeah, what about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> hey? <laughs> hey? Hey? No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs>
You can't. Especially if you do that. That's you get that aggressive. <laughs> makes, no. it, makes it even worse, that. What about Frank wearing only his pyjama jacket a la top cat? Oh, yeah. I mean, please. Um, anyway, music. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, yes, the calendar. Absolutely. I think the calendar should have 20 pages. Why? And have about 18 days on each, so we don't fall for the oppressive 12th. Oh. <laughs> right, let's Good do point. that. Because months, months, you know. Can says. we do the calendar? Absolutely. Who I? would want the calendar? <laughs> I don't, wouldn't want don't it. Don't put yourself down. <laughs> you wouldn't want it. Oh, I, well, wouldn't I wouldn't have it, it in my house. I would. I'd be really proud of that. I might have it, actually. If I could do with some had, publicity. Come on. <laughs> if it had 18 days on each page, I might do it, because that would uh, appeal to me. Right, just to uh, be... I mean, uh, Melanie Sykes has got a calendar. I know we're not as famous... Shut up! <laughs> has she? <laughs> we're not as famous as her, but still. Hang on a second. I'm just writing my to-do list. Melanie yep. Sykes calendar. And Melanie Ashley Sykes, from who, Let me get this right. I had a relationship with a bulldog... <laughs> We are to believe what we saw on the oh, advert. The, was that Boddington's the or Churchill? No, in the Churchill advert. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. Suggested that that was all right. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Should have to think was on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so we know where the real Ruby's going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cigarettes. It's all right to smoke in here, isn't it? Everyone's staring. <laughs> Pretty fine. Cool, no. Yeah. Do you ever get that with drivers in cars? That they yeah. they smell so much of cigarettes that they, <laughs> it smells like that they're smoking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really incredible. Um, so, yeah, we come to the end of the show, don't Is we? it over now? OK, oh. yes, no, that's... Imagine if people ended professional shows like that. Is it over <laughs> now? <laughs> Imagine <laughs> they do that on the news or something. That's right, it's, it's a blessed release. Um, uh, thanks for listening this morning, and if, if uh, enjoy your Halloween, and if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out. You're listening to the Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.